0: Yeah, dude, I think we're good, man. It looks like I'm getting picked. How? What? How's your audio looking? Yeah, the
1: ooh, pretty. The high, the lo-fi is on. The hi-fi is. Is it
0: Chillbop? That that cool ass lo-fi. Because uh, you y- were yeah.
1: like, I started listening to the lo-fi uh, cat lady. For
0: the for, it was funny because it got brought up in my life like within a few days of that, totally unrelated to the first time that I thought. To myself, I'm going to attempt to read a novel, which I've never done. And I thought, while I do this, maybe I'll put on Chill-Fi Lobop or whatever that thing is with the anime girl sitting at her desk, evidently doing homework or whatever.
1: Livestream, lo-fi, study sessions. So, uh, lo-fi bops
0: to do your homeworks to as only if you have a cartoon cat that, that yeah. gently purrs across your wrists as you type. Uh, and I finally put it on. I was like, dog, this music is actually... it. Every song sounds the same, but they all sound pretty chill. They all sound cool. And it was like I can read to this. Especially since home shout outs Corey, my best friend, got me as a, a gift, got me whatever those Apple Pods are, those eight Oh yeah, the ear, nice headphones. Bud pod yeah. things. They they cause me a lot of stress and trauma because they won't stay in my ears. But for the couple seconds that they stay suctioned into my ears before they're popping out, it sounds heavenly. I mean it's it really it cuts out all the other sound. It's incredible. And so I'll listen to my chill bops and I can actually get through like nine pages of regular font size, small page size, novel text written at like a you know this is an like intermediate the Tom level. Book thing before having to quit. Right? Yeah. it's essentially the equivalent of that. Yeah. And uh, I can get through about a chapter a day. And it's a it's a five hundred and forty eight page book and there are like seventy one chapters. So do the math it's it's less than 10 cha- pages per chapter and I'm and I'm struggling to squeeze out one chapter per night and but I'll do it thank you so much in part 2 Chill by, chill by Loaf Ops or whatever the chill heck Chill he by LoFOPs Fo- and Flo- sponsored by Corey. Chill Bops and also my homeboy Corey who bought me earphones. I would have never bought them for my darn self. I mean, but uh, I do enjoy them. I will say I will say this while we're talking on the subject of- This could uh, be a good marketing uh, spot for on the you subject to show
1: <laughs> what a uh, commercial or sponsor. Guys, I, w- I
0: just want to give you a, c- a <laughs> clip of what I've done that my nine listeners- all went out and immediately buy Chilfi Lobops. Oh, I mean headphones. Wait, what are we? I on mean, marketing? if they're
1: looking to dive into the Mexican market, you've got that one listener maybe in Mexico still. Oh, that's right. That's what we.
0: <laughs> that's what we were going to look up to, to entertain yeah, your. Yeah, uh, that was true. Right?
1: I didn't know what the demographics oh, now damn. were. The, the demographics
0: have gotten more interesting since last time. Okay. And I'm not kidding. So and more not,
1: VPNs are in action. Uh, uh, nope,
0: more genuine, uh, honest listeners from across the globe whoa. have started taking apart. Is in that in the hundreds? Trip. My total downloads is huge, dude. It's less than ten thousand per second, but um, yeah, total downs is uh, you know, it's it's not it's not a it's not a zero. Let's see now, analytics. If we scroll down to the bottom of this page, this, they will they will let give you us know. A, this give will, you
1: any analytics for spotify or is this purely it's on,
0: almost entirely spotify yeah you can see that oh the, okay like I pretty see. much everything yeah. I, there might be a better graph that shows that some pie chart um different the different i don't know what you're really after though is this map which shows oh yeah 76.49 percent of people are not using vpns uh, excuse me i mean are from the united states
1: what countries
0: Mm-hmm, exactly who's next s- most populous? 17.19% of my listenership is ge- Is that Germany? Is German because yeah. they love my accent and you all too remember <laughs> we we He's can a Bonanza I <laughs> basically speak fluent German and aka a really bad German accent and literally no German words um, have a deep respect for yeah, Angela Merkel they, they and all that. They
1: love of beans.
0: They like to make sure that they have only the most rarest of beans. And if you're and you're like, is your entire accent just replacing ths with the letter z? I'm like, pretty much. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Z- yeah, that's
0: about what it is. Um, the next, ooh, let's not. We don't have to mention that one. Could we put a beep noise in there? Just put a big beep here. My next <whistles> most po- My next most populous oh, sorry, country of listenership <whistles> is. Yeah, and so and hey, shout outs over there at the. Yeah, And uh, after that, United Kingdom. After that, the Netherlands with 1.05% of my listenership comes from the Netherlands. Shout out Netherlands. Shout out my dudes over in the D mark over there. Um, cool. 0.7 tenths of a percent, which when you consider how many listeners I have, is actually still a pretty substantial chunk of people. Yeah, I mean, it's 1% it's more than one.
1: of 2 million is... It, a couple. It's a couple yeah. Gs.
0: You were talking over here in the Gs, and the tens of Gs, uh, theoretically. If that was not a lie, uh, that coming from Canada. Hey, shout outs, to my boys up in Canada. I have a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got a. From I got millions of listeners. I have listeners. a homeboy up in Montreal. I wonder if he's listening. What if he just stumbled upon my stupid ass podcast?
1: Well, you're my talking I talk-y about how teacher. you I talked you. You said a little bit of French for him on one episode.
0: Oh, yeah. I, if he was listening, si il entend, ça serait très bon. Mais je ne pense pas que c'est ça. Uh, the dog is barking. I wonder if I could say that in French. Le chien, yeah, il est très bruyant maintenant. Et c'est un problème pour moi. Alors, je peux... I got to go shut the dog. There is no
1: oh. language that feels more foreign to me.
0: Than United kingdom
1: Than United Kingdom. <laughs> than that of the United Kingdom. No, French feels... Mm-hmm. I've been surrounded by Spanish my whole life. It feels very natural to me for whatever reason when people are speaking french the sounds themselves are i mean obviously they're foreign but it's like sounds guttural. it sounds like sounds... stuff that your mouth is not su- i hear it's you it's like impossible totally to imagine you. like how are you actually it's communicating like 80, 80% any... of the
0: noises you make don't sound like lyrical noises is that don't a sound real like communication yeah, it does not sound like vocabulary it sounds like the accidental noises in between words and yeah and just like any other i think you just get used to it
1: it's weird how that happens or works um, or is yeah i yeah. imagine
0: i imagine anybody not familiar with spanish would probably listen to that and the rolling of r's and stuff just it almost sounds like an accident but until you realize it's just oh a, they don't like the r's uh, i mean i love the r's my dude but uh i mean that's that's just the same as a like the weird er sound that you get in french that you're like that sounds like you have peanut butter sounds yeah i know you non-French folks (laughs) have really derogatory ways of describing what you think. Well, I'm just saying it sounds like like you have, when you say sounds like it like it just sounds like you're just really bad at everything and a piece of shit that no one likes. And it sounds like you have a, a the the brown end of a head of lettuce crammed down your throat while you're doing this thing. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. When you make R noises, it just sounds like you're making a noise I'm not familiar with. But hey. To me it sounds like a machine <laughs> gun
1: sound effect. That that's like a, what a little kid would ooh. do for a machine gun. So
0: in Spanish, when so what would you write in English for a machine gun sound? It would be like Ga, g, 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 or like pa pa, 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 pa pa In Spanish, do you just write a single letter R?
1: It's a double R, it's the erre. Oh, Let's write the R because <laughs> otherwise
0: you have an ere, like a single Yeah, it's just er so oh so if it was a single shot like a pistol maybe a single r but it's an ak-47 two r's you're good for the whole clip
1: Spanish, they write something like baboomba for a single shot uh you know because they're trying to be realistic
0: they're trying to let you know this is gonna be loud dog it's not just gonna be pop pop it's gonna be (laughs) baboomba i'm not editing that volume level down we're gonna let that max (laughs) out the speakers if that woke you up you're welcome get up it's time for your workout <laughs> just got shot at it because <laughs> <laughs> somebody just shot at us in spanish not even in my own native language god damn it's hot. i don't even know how Oh to...
1: yeah wow yeah true latin american bullets slinging through the i wonder if Very that is point, a thing yeah. if hmm. uh, ammunition from different uh, suppliers ever sounds different uh I know. I it, mean, you
0: mean like very slightly marginal differences between supplier? Yeah, I mean nobody's
1: pro- like cranking out the Nerf ball kind of thing where it makes a whistling boom. noise. Oh as yeah, it flies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: as you're trying, as you're failing to make the one-handed as grab, it flies through the uh, air as you're tackling your chubby little cousin, trying to make that one-handed grab in your neighbor's oversized backyard that's still not quite big enough to play full full flag football. And your 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 cousin crew consists of two 19-year-olds who are you can tell are stoned before they got here. Then a sixteen-year-old and everybody else is sub eight, and they're trying to have a sensible football game. Yet yeah,
1: right? once again, sometimes like your retrospection feels very specific. None to of this me has anything to do with time. what I've never <laughs> been in this situation. Oh, What's Christ a on first? a stick! What in
0: the Jesus? Okay. Hi. Oh my lord. We're, relax. We're relaxing. We're relaxing. Good ah. lord.
1: We're
0: relaxing. Oh my god! See, I got to take down this timestamp so that I can take out my absolute, my absolute. <laughs> <laughs> he knows better <laughs> I got it see I had I I, mean I, I nearly peed myself not literally but see I'll put down a timestamp so I can go back and find that free. I think out. so did Carlos snip it.
1: almost peed himself too Carlos
0: almost peed myself I know yeah. dude alright that was somewhere around the 830 mark and we'll go ahead and snip it out or maybe leave it maybe it was funny yeah, my wife unleashed the dog without us realizing it and it really startled me. Um, so you were accusing me of having like repressed memories that I was lashing out about uh
1: I don't know if we're lashing out, but I it's just sometimes your retrospection feels uh, oddly specific very specific sure. yeah. yeah I get
0: that I get that, and uh yeah i it's not in, i don't th- I don't think, but I could be that I could be naive to that like maybe I'm it's blind your own memories maybe I'm happening. blind to my own sort of to, to 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 my own uh guilt in that regard no i think <laughs> I think what I'm doing is you know i mean it's a combination of my what experiences things I've seen, I don't know things you see on the internet, things you see on television, things you see people uh canonize mock make mockeries of, and things that yeah find yourself uh annoyed by so then you kind of bring them into hypothetical situations if you want to do you not ever uh, hypothesize Do you not, not ever write sort of fictional situations kind of in your head sort of i, I guess i.e daydream
1: anytime i've ever told a story i'm telling the god's honest truth
0: it, well but uh, something that's literally truly happened in your life to the t
1: no i mean
0: i know i'm teasing you but <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, you, sometimes you elaborate and you, you embellish,
1: it, you know, you uh, dramatize in various ways. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I can't
0: tell if you're supporting me or if you're still contradicting me. I, am, with your, I don't your know that I'm here.
1: contradicting you. I think I'm more just, it still is fun whenever you recount a story. <laughs> and you're, star- it, you're starting to pick apart. You're like, goes, what happened to you, man? It goes into such a different space than I was expecting, or it just feels <laughs> like you're like, and then this guy John Anderson walks up to you and he smacks you right across. He's the five face. foot nine.
0: He's got a mustache. He thinks look nice, but it doesn't. It's it's a shitty little buzz I can tell that, and and he thinks that everybody finds him to be a muscular and attractive guy. But we all know that he's we all know that he stuffs his pants. No,
1: no. Yeah, and his dad named Tim is really really nice, but you know sometimes I can't stand it either. I don't
0: name people. I would say Tim, but I would use I would have said his uncle named Tim.
1: Oh. Because his dad is actually
0: Exactly. I don't name people along with their actual uh, familial relation. I don't do any of those things. Nope. Everything I do is just off the top of my dome. My uninteresting, unfunny, fictional stories really are just written, I think, from scratch. You know, influenced by, what do they say? Inspired by when a story, when they want you to believe a story is a true story, but it's not at all. They'll say, what do they say? Something by, like influenced, not influenced by, uh, or based on, or, or something on.
1: Uh, inspired by
0: kind of like that yeah but isn't there a word
1: there's like the inspired by a true story they could say
0: based on the true story or inspired by i'm sure they have probably different levels of legal meaning Inspired by
1: is the least maybe the least legally binding necessarily like
0: so when the unicorn flew in from heaven was that part of the actual story or was that just inspired that
1: was inspired by that was inspired okay because
0: what it really was was just a dead horse that you drove by (laughs) okay very good gotcha i can see the inspiration uh, you know, all my stories are inspired by true and inspired in Man by true events. Yeah, events. Let's yeah. start that over. All of my stories are inspired by true events. Now your turn.
1: I was going to ask you if you know what the Maori word for gentle breeze is.
0: Oh, Maori, dude. Do, do you mean like that? That's like New Zealand, right? Like yeah. a tri, like uh, like first person's tribe of New Zealand. Yeah. Maori word for, what's that? What is it now?
1: Gentle breeze.
0: Gentle breeze. I have, I have a feeling it's going to be, nope. Anything I say is going to sound racist because I'm going to make like words, like sounds that I think would be associated with, <laughs> I'm going to be like. Try something French oh the gentle not, breeze
1: don't use it's not french but you can try something french
0: well that doesn't seem since you've told me it's not then what i'll try instead is i just think that the gentle breeze they they say like this wow that's really close it wasn't racist what i did
1: i'm not sure uh i don't know enough about maori folk to i mean i know that they like uh rugby
0: stomping slapping their thighs
1: uh yeah, what I... Intimidating
0: think, oncomers? I can't or think or of what uh,
1: that is called, but... Yeah, the ranga, haka. Isn't it called haka? How hell if I know? But this is called a ranga. This is called ranga ranga. And according Ooh. to that label, it's the Maori word for gentle breeze.
0: Gentle breeze? Was ranga ranga?
1: Mildly interesting. That's such a... It's
0: like an uplifting little fact there. Ranga ranga. I'll take it, dude. Yeah. Now what we have to look up so that we have to make sure we don't offend anybody is... When has the term Ranga Ranga ever been sort of bastardized, utilized, or what's the word um, appropriated in a negative way?
1: We were eating. Uh, we were might eating, have to bleep that. Yeah, we were eating pizza.
0: You and I, just now. Yeah. Good. <laughs> just let the people know, dog. They weren't here for this.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I should paint a more colorful picture. Thanks. Uh, we were eating uh, a cheese atop, melted atop bread that was baked at a high temperature mm-hmm. with uh their various toppings don't forget the bacon oh so yeah there was bacon hidden on there underneath other toppings but that's we ac- were talking that's about taylor swift and then we finished the meal saying oh we need to go look up blank and yeah. I,
0: okay okay i'm, I'm with you I'm, fo- I'm following it now i'm, I'm i don't i can't remember exactly either but we're gonna we're i gonna was really it hoping that we would stumble on it uh-huh, there uh-huh. by me recounting oh by trying to like s- slyly sort of re re yeah, rebuild this thing from the start yeah I, excellent almost but take hey you listen to
1: my memory palace i was hoping that you would <laughs> like a Rick and Morty locate thing, what it was that i was just trying don't, to just don't plug in any of the red
0: memories yeah um yeah, no, Nate's very good at I think at, at like manipulatively guiding my memories in certain directions. This time <laughs> this time it didn't work. It has worked in the past. I I think anyway. I ended up thinking some really messed up shit. And I never asked him if it was because he made me, but I just assume it was. I I had some weird dreams. Hundred percent. That guy named Tim. <laughs> that's exactly right, yeah. Well you mean the dad. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. Uh, okay, so let's see. We were talking about yeah, we were talking about things like who owns the rights to their music and that's you know, and kinda like there's Maybe there's like a political sort of discussion about that because the Beatles, I thought, had a thing about being insistent upon owning their quote unquote master recordings or whatever. And you were saying, well, based on not necessarily a loophole, but a legal, con- a-, a particular legal status, the fact that Taylor Swift wrote originally some of her own music allows her to maybe re-release it and take 100% of the profits instead of having to cut them something like that something yeah, kind of cool
1: which was a thing that she already had like she has done okay it's been yeah lucrative and successful well and but your the then, point
0: you were making maybe was that that differs uh generally speaking from the average artist out there who who did not necessarily
1: i don't know do we the just, right
0: shit up front too.
1: that part we were talking about like okay. perceptions or levels of talent and uh and i was saying oh, that, okay. that oh well you know the capacity to, you know, also generate your own tunes and things like that is another measure of talent or another piece of talent in addition to just having a great singing. Correlates
0: voice. closely with maybe like, yeah, like kind of existing on a different plane than just the people who win Grammys or the people who get radio play. It's like, well, you a lot of times maybe some, some certain artists are just sort of fed a song by a songwriter, given a beat by a producer, and sort of just slapped out on a stage. Hey, repeat these lines, but then maybe there are the actually musical type of musicians. Not that we are in a position to judge which is which, but totally there's a difference between the two. And that led us into, you, you had this interesting anecdote about Taylor Swift and the ownership of rights. All right, and from there, you're thinking we went somewhere from there. Ah, oh, Nathan, you look so dejected right now. You're like, I just God, wish yeah. we could think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. Hey, you know what? I wish so too. Dude, but that being said... For those of you out there, whoever made it to this point, you're at 17 and a half minutes into the podcast. No way, we have to cut some stuff out. You're at about 14.45 right now. It's a weird amount of time to think about this duration. 14 minutes and 37 seconds into the pod, folks. Thanks so long. Thanks so long. That's another three seconds we gotta cut. Sticking around for so long. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, This is for those of you who can't tell, which of course you can. It's Nathan Zimmer. Yeah, that's right. I got him back. He was on for episode nine. Well, Dan, why did it take thirty-three freaking episodes to get him back on? It's a long story, but some of it has to do maybe with uh, unforeseen events leading to bodily harm, things like that. It's. Stuff happens, you know, stop asking so many questions. That being said, we are happy to have Nathan with us. Thanks for sticking around this long to hear my dumbass intro. Um, If you want a t-shirt, this is your last chance to write in an email. Let me know your name and your size, and we can get one for you. That's right, we got cool-ass t-shirts with a cool-ass logo. Did you design it yourself, Dan? I'm kind of sick of having t-shirts you designed. Yes, I did. Dan, tell us, what is about, Uh,
1: hmm. paint a picture really quick. What's the logo on the t-shirt? Have you not seen it? I'm a long-time listener, yep. but for the other listeners I oh, there, I, see. I know. See. Hey, good idea. That's a yeah. great
0: idea. See, this is why we bring Nathan around. I wish he'd been going for 33 episodes, and I have the clarity <laughs> with which. Uh, okay, so the T-shirt's going to be awesome. Uh, I, it's going to be the logo says the name of the podcast up top, and then down below it's a little sketch of me talking to my favorite guest. Well, it's a sketch of me talking to my to, to, to most of my guests. And, uh, yeah, there's some cool little details in there. It's pretty cute, I think. I've heard some folks say that they like it. Uh, it's a logo. Hey, what do you want? It's a logo. There's a light. There's like a lilac light purple color incorporated, which I think goes well. There's white and black, so we got some contrast. And I've laid it on a back a backdrop of uh, like a baby blue, which a lot of folks have told me they like. I'm also gonna print some in just jet black, just straight black. I think we, black can be a nice. I think yeah. a lot of I think a lot of folks are gonna like black. I think I'm gonna prefer that. So yeah, hey, if you want one, oh hey, look, all you gotta do. We got 22, and I told you, I've been telling you since the start, folks, I got 25 slots. We got three slots left, first three to send me your name and your size. Oh, you'll be getting one in the next couple months. Uh, that being said, um, I think we can actually get started with the real pod, not that we're already at the 20 minute mark. Uh, welcome, Nathan, thanks for coming
1: back. I mean, it's a good delayed intro. Yes. You wanna build anticipation. I think the best
0: pods do that. That's what they told me, wait at least, yeah. wait at least the entire podcast before introducing Make sure yourselves. there's a lot, and then still of, don't.
1: a lot of drivel that the audience needs to wade through so you know that they're committed by the time the content begins. Do you
0: think them, Do you think a lot of my listeners are doing that click, 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 like as they, uh, ac- across the progress bar to try to get to the real meat of the Probably thing? only
1: to skip through your many, many ads and your many, many sponsorship deals. That's
0: a very good point. Uh, as most folks know, we get about a million sponsorship offers per day and I, 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 re- I turned down most of them. Why? Because I have ethics, all right? Is that? do you have ethics? You have morals. I believe in ethics. I abide by ethics. I have yeah. morals.
1: I mean, you turned down 100,000 sponsorship deals. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean just since you been Being
1: roughly 900k left been here. per episode.
0: Exactly. And and it and it takes work, guys. It's like a weed eater. I'm basically a weed eater for sponsorships. I, and they blow away and sometimes they blow back in my face and I have to tell them no a second time. I don't want your millions of dollars. Um uh, and, uh, so uh Think of something funny. What would be the one sponsorship that I would claim that I did actually? Think of? of all the well, sponsorship I've turned down, there's only one company and product and brand that I truly believe in enough to, to allow to sponsor <laughs> Sorry, me. Sorry, I didn't
1: realize you turned down 999,999. 999 uh, per, uh, per day. Per day. Per day.
0: Per day. Podcast been on for 141 days, bro. Well, I just guessed at that number.
1: Uh, Today's, uh, if I recall correctly, I think today's uh, yes was DiGiorno Pizza. That's right.
0: That's um, right. A, and I do believe in that product. Yeah. Can you remind me why I believe in that product just a little help? Well,
1: I think that you got some delivery at one point and you said No, no, no. Dude, I don't think it was delivery was it? didn't believe it.
0: That's cuz I didn't think it was a delivery, bro. I thought it was
1: Yeah, and you couldn't believe that it wasn't Okay. Or butter? <laughs> I think that was yesterday's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: every <laughs> on weekdays we have con- condiment sponsorships, on weekends we have packaged pizza sponsorships. You know what's up? um Yeah, I turn them all down. I've t- i How about we'll put it this way, I, and this is a true statement. I had, I've never accepted a sponsorship for every every sponsorship I've been offered, I've turned it down. Yeah, you know? as as long as you phrase that in a very for all specific you conditional out there, stop way, offering, it's not You know? Well, no, I didn't mean that. I just. I was just doing a coy way of saying that I, no one's Nathan. Do you? No one's ever sp- offered to sponsor.
1: Yeah, for all you sponsors out there, yeah. we don't want no part of your. Hey, whoa! Business. No, you're missing the
0: point. No, you're missing the point. I'm trying to sound like I'm sought after, but I still want them to give me the offers. You know? Okay. But, but <laughs> I've still never got an
1: offer. <laughs> One more time, sponsors okay. out there, uh-huh. you're not needed here. Yeah, we you're have not wanted. That's right. Ah, that's very Never. yeah we don't we don't, ya. we don't need you we don't need you
0: never had you don't need you we're still doing just fine thanks thanks but no thanks what do they say sorry not nah, sorry the however you got my number right yeah, yeah. call me hey dm me after you the. you guys
1: are welcome to deliver anytime
0: digiorno at me after the pod bro we're gonna talk <clears throat> it's not delivery it's my only paycheck all right um so, that being the case, anybody who's stuck around until 23 minutes, thank you so much for sticking around. Hey, if you're if you're coming if you're returning to the pod, thanks so much for coming back. We love to have you. You guys are great. If you're new here, however, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Why don't you come on in? Matter of fact, stay as long as you like. We won't even make you take your shoes off. That's right. That's the intro. 23 minutes put a stamp on it. We got Nathan Zimmerman here, and I got a couple of interesting questions I want to ask him. Um Nathan, you recently uh are celebrating a little bit of something. So sort of a big event in your life. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm celebrating that I uh, accepted an offer for a a PhD program, uh, and that I'll be attending. Uh, am I supposed is this a am I is this a name part? Your or, call. I'm going to be attending Carnegie Mellon uh, in this coming fall uh, and doing a PhD in their mechanical engineering program, and. It's kind of been a number of years uh, coming of like looking into graduate school and thinking about whether or not that was going to be right for me. I've talked to a lot of of friends at various times, called people last minute, frantically asking them about what they thought. And uh, over uh, years of distilling that and letting that kind of percolate, uh, I ultimately applied for schools this past winter and then earlier this week i got back from pittsburgh when i'd visited uh carnegie mellon and talked with the professor and his lab group and i accepted the offer officially that is really exciting
0: dude so you said this has been a few years coming do you mean a few years since you even had the inception of the idea of hey you know what maybe i'll return to academia or is it been a few years of actually sort of nose the grindstone Thinking about it. I, and the reason I ask is not to bore you, because I know people have asked this question, but anybody out there who maybe, probably a lot of people around our age, might be debating having the same similar thoughts. Should I? Should I not? What type of other person ends up going through with a later in life, a few years later in life kind of PhD? So describe you the process that got you from graduating to working for a few years, not thinking about it, and then eventually back.
1: Well, I coming out of undergrad, I was very burnt out you know it had been a real especially senior year was a real grind there were so many project classes to do and i was a both a little bit fortunate you know my senior design group uh i had a really good friend of mine who was a great engineer in there who really helped out a lot but there were some other uh group projects where i was a little bit less fortunate in that year hey whoa well good time
0: hey good time to do some shout outs you want to shout out your good friend from that one class first names only shout outs
1: um shout out to marshall who uh, shout outs marshall yeah shout out marshall and then also there was a uh industrial designer named ivy and she did a phenomenal job shout out putting putting our product into really really great looking like settings and whatnot you know because on the engineer side, we were just always doing stuff, in design and like analyze, CAD. Hell yeah, dude! You know, we're just taking a picture of it in a snapshot with a white background. We yeah. were working in like Pro E, so it didn't sure. look like anything. Well,
0: it looks like only as much as it needs to to convey an engineering idea, and it's like, hey, why not? Add, why not add some pretty?
1: Even at this time, like, you know, we're doing the engineering flavor where everything is just like rainbow colored so that you can tell Good parts point. apart from parts nothing right. is done with any level of like aesthetics interesting point and ivy took those files and then actually found like cohesive color schemes and cool ideas and then colored it made it look glossy made it look finished and then the next part that was really really cool was she was able to then put it into like real life settings digitally, you know, she photoshopped it. So the thing was, it was a seat cane was what we were designing. And the sorry,
0: what seat cane? I'm not, sorry, I'm not cane. trying to rip dude. I'm, I I want to understand.
1: I feel like I laughed when I first read, I just was like, oh wow. Okay. This is either the most self-explanatory product ever made or the worst okay. named product does ever named. Does
0: seat cane, let me try to infer. Does that just mean a thing that helps a person with difficulty moving their legs, get up and down out of a chair?
1: Not quite. It's literally just like a smash slam version of those two items merged together. It is oh, both okay, a okay. cane that you can use to walk around and help you, but then it also can serve as a seat.
0: Like single single ass cheek kind of rusty resty majig kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh ideally like, you know, one of the things that they always struggle with is comfort because it's you know, how do you make a seat that is very slim and not bulky? Well, and same kind like of that. concept
0: with a lot of engineering designs, where it's like you want it to be lightweight, but you want it to be strong. Well, both those are antithetical concepts. More, yeah, you need more material generally for more strength. You need less material generally for less weight. So, so you're to, you want comfort, but all this extra padding and bullshit costs money, takes up space, it's heavy.
1: Yeah, and also this device is meant for people who struggle with uh dysautonomia was the name of the like illness which was folks who have um challenges with blood pressure particularly when they stand in place for a while and so for us as well like the weight was really important we needed to keep this product super slim w-e-i-g-h-d uh yeah yes there, what well, you there said there was
0: you said for people who have a difficult time standing in place for a long time and you're like the weight can be an issue. Like the weight, just waiting here, standing in place. God damn. We'll cut it out. Put down the timestamp. 29.03. I actually get it. <laughs> 29.03. All right. Now, well, oh my gosh. And this pen of all the pen won't write. And that's an indication that my hilarious bad joke. Okay. I mean, the
1: WAIT okay. is also a problem. It's <laughs> the a problem for all of us, right? Yeah. Okay. So
0: uh, something autonomia. Okay. A thing uh, people with circulation troubles, people who have these are circumstances that. The average or ordinary person is expected to just be okay in, but certain people with certain conditions simply can't,
1: yeah, can't so, bear. Yeah, like, so I mean, you and I, like, we can stand in line at the grocery store. If you had to, you could do it for a few hours. Not if you a had to. problem. But uh, folks who have dysautonomia and struggle with that, if they need to stand in place for something like 10 to 15 seconds, that can lead to like a cataclysmic drop in Already. their blood pressure. Oh, my. And then they're, you know, about to faint. And so for those folks, it's really important to have, a, you know, a seat cane sometimes because that is a very, very portable way to find a place to sit, which would be invaluable in a setting like an amusement park or the grocery oh store Christ, or Jean, literally hey, just, anywhere just that stand, you might be expected. You already paid
0: $300, but I need you to just stand here. Oh it'll my, be it'll yeah. be 98 degrees. Don't worry. It'll be 98 the whole time. And water? No, none. Unless you brought it yourself. And uh Yeah. Chairs? But there's
1: a cool setting.
0: Definitely you can see some plastic stuff meant to resemble things like rocks and stuff that probably existed here naturally before we blew them away and replaced them with plastic first. Anyway, so... Oh, Dan, your stories are are oddly specific. (laughs) Dysautonomia victims, your primary audience, or doesn't matter, some sub-demographic of your audience. Nevertheless, you're looking for... Is the goal, like, totally, totally overhaul of the design? Or, I mean, you're obviously going to look at the state of the art and work from there, or at least consider... It was
1: meant to become, like, much more of just, like, a better household type of object. Something that, like, the everyday person would be more okay with using, particularly, like, young people. Ah,
0: potentially not people who are who are extremely affected by this thing, but people who are maybe even intermediately or, like, less affected that, like, this could still potentially... have improve your quality of life
1: yeah or like people who might be embarrassed by walking around with <sighs> a bulky ass looking got it. cane got it and got it. like you know lawn chair looking item and so ivy to really bring it full circle like Shut she up. just did like a really really cool job at photoshopping our design to both make the design itself look really good but then also to put it in uh, like a underneath
0: like cardi b at the oscars
1: like what would it look like sitting underneath a person's desk at school what would it oh. look like you know in the hallway Dude, of that's uh, trippy man when... of, like a class like and, and just like showing how our particular product could much more blend in and look nicer and a various you know various settings.
0: Dude, shout out to Ivy. That's a really cool take. That's a really cool angle cuz that's so important. I mean, that's like equally important to any of the other any of the other elements that have to be like worked worked through in this design is like does it is anybody going to even want this at all? Yeah. Or are people going to look at it and just and just
1: laugh? like hell no. I Heck don't want no, that. Yeah.
0: Uh does it look cool? And then what you have to do also is sneak pictures of the other kids. Solutions to the problem and, they're, and they're put CJ's. them under like losers, put them under like Kim Jong il, and put them under like Shrek or something, or put them like only like well, what's the worst okay. kind of person?
1: I want to say that Shrek is not a loser, Shrek rules, dude. Though, yeah. Shrek rules, a very dog. Very wonderful character. Love that, no, Shrek then. from
0: the beginning of the movie, where, where like in theory people don't like
1: him. I mean, I will say that Shrek at the beginning of every movie feels the exact same there to the, me, both Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. At least, no, hey, look, there's no Continuity in terms of his you're character talking development. about yeah uh, <laughs> you're, that's a good that's actually he a very good point we, back. we can come back to that we can come back <laughs> okay. to Shrek
0: continuing to use farts for, as toothpaste in the beginning of every numeric movie what I'm talking about to y- your take on Shrek makes me think of your friend Ivy's take on your fucking sitting cane product she looks at it she's like I find it beautiful so she's able to caress it into different images and stuff yeah. you you in your in your imagination you're like Shrek is the same every time. I totally understand and comprehend that his overall character from start to finish. You're not what I'm saying is think of the audience. That's what Ivy has to do too. Think of your audience. These are a bunch of these are a bunch of dumb idiots. <laughs> these are a bunch of people who didn't design this product, who are seeing it for the first time, who think that you're a loser, who think they're the coolest shit in the world and I'm going to put them into one of the six different pigeonholes. they're either a kid with a skateboard who wants to break into houses they're um, a guy, they're an angry dude spinning pizzas over his head and failing to leave enough dough towards the center they're uh, a grandpa going Arr! just like that yeah. they could be um, a, I names. names there could but be <laughs> <laughs> uh, the i no they're all <laughs> they're all called Chris I, actually, <laughs> they're all called Pat um, they could be a woman who was wearing exercise clothes and full makeup up in hair has, has never exercised not in the last nine years but she puts on like two hundred dollars worth of exercise clothes each day. that's four the fifth one would be uh babushka and the sixth one would be um there's a name i de- guess. deacon at the at the local i don't know the, the local korean speaking uh catholic church those are six different types of humans that exist that are going to be considering this product all right Ivy sees them all when she looks at this product. She's like, "I know what people want." You, when you look at Shrek, you're like, "All I see is the same Shrek I see every time." (laughs) You need to understand how the other. uh, This
1: was the longest.
0: uh, You need to understand the (laughs) (laughs) long-standing
1: insult of my interpretation. I was on an
0: insult. I was trying to help you see clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to
1: help you. I feel like I have a good point about Shrek there. Okay. That's um, one of my biggest complaints going oh, from Shrek One to Shrek Two.
0: Okay. Oh, oh. So Shrek had. Okay. So describe Shrek's like character arc, and Shre- or just start and finish. I mean, he it's, starts out. He's just kind of a grumpy, grumpy guy. He he uses he rubs shit in his teeth to to clean him. and it's like, okay, we get it. He's gross.
1: I don't think that the gross part is necessarily like. That's not what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I think that a real growth like element for sure. <laughs> Sorry. I love not, that this is where we're at. Not sure why you're laughing I there, <laughs> Nate.
0: This is not sure why you're laughing, well, buddy. See, serious celebrating. topic.
1: I'm am a, a full I'm a, a through a bottle Whoa. of the Ranga hey, Ranga. Give me a little ding ding on some ranga, ranga Ranga, bro. Give yeah, me a yeah, little we'll Ranga get, Ranga. We'll get the clinky yes, of the ranga ranga. You want to do it on the other channel too? Yeah, sure. We'll get it on that one. Ah,
0: yeah, it's a little dim over there. Um I don't know why you didn't expect this conversation to go. You you do make a really good point. Okay, so you're not talking about just the really over-the-top, like the out-front stuff. You're talking about... I mean,
1: there's the fun, like, comedic effect of his grossness. You know, the whole, like, opening credits of the movie is Shrek being gross in different ways. Exactly. He's, like, scrubbing his armpits with mud. That's what I was accusing you of referencing. He pulls out his earwax to use that as a candle. As a candle, right. It's going to be gross, Uh, yeah. It's going to be be icky. I think the real... Not to mention
0: it's the same color as your flesh, dog. Are you sure that wasn't, like, (laughs) a of your brain my dude anyway
1: what color is your earwax
0: um i don't usually get large enough chunks to probably discern a a color but whatever color it is not it's not a good color i mean it's not it'll be like a yellowish kind of thing yeah
1: thanks for mine's yellow thank you for asking I, I wasn't Even done yet describing usually the... when people are asking <laughs> oh my a question i want you to ask it
0: back to them nathan i had you, you here's the thing i hold the reins to editing this thing so uh and what color <laughs> is what what
1: color is yours oh uh mine's yellow what a good question yeah. what is yours yeah oh uh, yellow as well yeah dude, yeah so we're, we're not that dissimilar sometimes you know? though do you ever feel like you get i don't know if this is too personal but sometimes you get Funny. like a big it's like um i kind of imagine a reverse you know how they would pack cannons with powder in the renaissance mm-hmm. era sure
0: come just, uh, just ins- yeah
1: i kind of sometimes imagine like a reverse of that happening and oh. all the powder is coming out and when i have like a big pack like that coming out of my ear
0: you almost get like a vacuum effect where it sucks out other
1: yes but i'm getting like a It's more, I'm talking like the quantity that's coming out is like, I get a a bigger chunk. Oh, all of a sudden
0: a whole iceberg dislodges from the glacier. Yes,
1: the Uh, 90% that was under the surface that you couldn't see. That one, a a little more like dark uh, orange-ish color. Yeah, almost looks,
0: it's like, y'all dog, where are you getting this extra pigmentation from? You're like, is that blood? Don't know. Don't know, but it's definitely a definitely an amber, an amber or like a goldenrod, a a marigold sort of a tint. And I'm
1: gonna need a lot more where that came from to light the candles for dinner tonight. Very good, Uh, very good. So, (laughs) shrek.
0: So, so we're not Gotta talking about the, we're not talking about just the, the over the top. They're here. showing him being goofy and silly. That's all fluff. Hey, get out of here, dog! The dog, the dog's misbehaving. He knows. Carlos he's not. is a he's, he's well, he's a it's great. It's only when I get too excited what? that he's, a, he's getting excited as well. He's a great well. little dog, but um, what I'm saying is he knows not to jump up on laps. We've taught him. So yeah. when he jumps up, so I'm going to smack him down. I'm not not to be mean. We're just teaching him. Yeah, so don't break the rules. Uh, the it's not about the antics. We're talking about the emotional development of Shrek. So where yeah. does he where does he start? Where does he end?
1: Uh. Well, initially he starts out extremely possessed by what other people think, what other people expect of him. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, like guilt that he kind of carries and anger that he carries where he feels very bitter about how everybody presumes that they know who Shrek is just because he's an ogre. And oh, he
0: does a lot of, yeah, yeah, I'm an ogre. Yeah, yeah, like he already. Well, I know what you're thinking already. Even, kind like, of bullshit.
1: Will, like angrily lean into these things because it seems like he's kind of given up on trying to show anybody that there's anything else there. So you know, there's the that first scenes where he's putting up the signs and he's talking about like stay off my gonna... <laughs> shit. He's like, yeah. he's a
0: crouchy old man. Just yeah. I'm sick of trying. Get out of here.
1: But like later on, as he's talking to Donkey more and more, like he seems to start to let on. You know, I'm really worried about letting people in because. Even if I do tr- ever try, like things are bad, and they just uh, presume that I'm an ogre. So why not just like play the part that everybody has already you okay? Know, assumed so donkey
0: about. plays the role of just a, a sort of naive, like friendly guy. Hey, why don't you go out there? Why don't you try to fuck? <laughs> why don't you try to? Why don't you try <laughs> to? <laughs> why not you try to pop one off, bruh? And he's like, and he then he gets he gets all closed up. And then everybody realizes, oh, there's like a deep, dark story behind all this. That sort of
1: Donkey's definitely like the super unassuming friend who is just—he's like, your sponsor. I boss. don't really know why you would think that you're scary. I mean, like you're just an ogre. Yeah, well, there's got to
0: be a word for that character. That he's just like the—they always—it always has to be a dumb person, or it always has to be a person who has some deficiency, like socially deficient. Somehow, is like. It can't ever be like a smart, popular person who can just be like, I have no problem with you and I have social charisma and shit and I, and you are totally normal. So boom, know. you win. It always has to be somebody who like, no one else likes me either.
1: There's like, times where like, I like in high school musical, like Troy Bolton, like, and, uh, oh my God, I can't think of the Vanessa Hudgens' character's name right now. And I'm very embarrassed about that. You talking about but, Boy, Boy Trolton? N- <laughs> Uh, this is the person opposite Boy Trollton. But like they're both like popular people who are, you know, attractive and talented and great at what they do. And they're trying to like see past, you know, all the whatever's going on. And also like I just feel like sometimes there's like characters who are unassuming and, uh, Every now and then not have, very presumptuous. You have
0: this the genuinely cool person that no one's ever noticed. That's like a sleeper cool. Like n- people haven't noticed he's cool because he doesn't care about popularity. And he ends up being the guy who's like, I respect
1: you for who you are as an individual. And then ends up being the ally. Sure, but I don't even know. Like, I feel like Shrek does a better job at that. They're like, because these characters are actually great at each other. You know, Shrek and Donkey finally have a, that's a, good a fight. That's a good point, yeah. And, you know, all comedy movies seem to, I shouldn't say all, a lot of comedy movies Ooh, seem comedies. to have the moment where everybody fights with each other and then there's the moment. Sure, of, we break up oh, and yeah, then, we, are down then and all of a sudden we realize
0: how much we needed each yeah. other. We...
1: But like Shrek and Donkey's fight actually feels pretty organic and real when Dep- it happens definitely. in Shrek 1 uh you know the frustration and misunderstanding that they have with each other.
0: I'm so sick of you being so stupid positive. Well I'm so sick of you being a grouch all the goddamn time. Yeah. Sure. Uh and it It's very relatable.
1: But what's like the the troublesome part is like by the end of the first Shrek
0: You realize that Gogers aren't real.
1: Shrek <laughs> and this whole movie's been an acid trip this whole a, time. <laughs> gosh dang it. <laughs> uh but, like, Shrek is, like, in this place where he no longer seems to care about what other people think, what other people see. He's able to see Fiona as being beautiful. Right. So that like, I remember that being a breakthrough you
0: know, of just, like, I don't care what you look like because yeah. I'm, I'm seeing, you know, like, your lovable qualities. It's not about the physical appearance. That's
1: and like, also, like, comes from, like, he loves himself, too. You know, he has come to a place where he's okay with who he is. And then in the same oh, thing, right, right, right. Like, I don't need anyone else okay to affirm me. Who I... Fiona is? Okay. Uh, sure. Very simplistic message, but a very powerful message. Yeah, but then Shrek Two starts, and all of a sudden it feels like. Shrek... Hang on.
0: Whoa, Nathan! Hang on. I have to pull out the other DVD and then pro- put in the Shrek yeah. Two DVD. Sorry.
1: Hit the pause button so you can go watch Shrek Two.
0: It's just, it's just, it just, and it does that thing where it doesn't know if it's in or out, so it kind of like belches a little bit. Then you stick the other one in. And then instead of pressing the button, you just mush the tray. I thought you were going to call
1: like the operator and say, you know, Tank, I need a download of Shrek 2. And then you're going to roll your okay. eyes up into your head for a hot second. All right,
0: coming right up. All right, <laughs> brace yourself. Here it comes. I don't remember how Tank talked. I remember Tank and Dozer, though. They died tragically.
1: Ooh, we don't get to see Tank die. Well, it was an off screen. We don't get to see Tank die on screen, unfortunately. And Tank was so cool. Tank was always like.
0: I remember loving Tank. a real down to earth guy. He's, I love him. He seemed like the most cool ass dude. He's like, I got my skill set. I'm here to help. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Dozer was. Uh, he made the oatmeal.
0: Dozer? More of a. Um, more of a snozer. Yeah, fuck. More of a.
1: <laughs> a snoozer, am uh, I right? Whoa. Dozer.
0: Dozer. Bit of a snoozer, in my opinion. I mean. <laughs> Hot take.
1: I know that Dozer does do the, like, it's got. What vitamins, minerals, everything the body needs. Everything
0: the body needs, even though it <laughs> tastes like shit. It's like, well, why don't you just put in a, like a one ingredient that tastes good, and then it well, won't they be don't so bad. have that ingredient. We don't anymore. have that ingredient, so uh, I only have one line. They don't have. A
1: lot. They literally fly around in subways on electricity. I don't know. There's no sunlight even. I how got they three gonna...
0: ingredients to choose from, and fewer lines to say them in. So what do you want me to do over there? It here?
1: doesn't even make sense that they have ingredients. Why do I have
0: a New York accent? New York hasn't <laughs> existed for 20 years. My name's Doza. Because
1: without sunlight, yeah. they shouldn't be able to make anything.
0: Well, sunlight. There's nothing particularly special about sunlight, other than the whoa, 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 the whoa, whoa. batch, the batch of frequencies that are present. In theory, you could replicate sunlight. I mean, it's a it's, okay. I guess if you had like
1: fusion or something like that, um, then you could. You just because you, you need you would, an energy source to reproduce. You would need crazy
0: high temperatures to make all the dangerous parts of sunlight. But no, I think the parts that contribute to photosynthesis. I Yeah, think- that's
1: what I'm talking about. If you had the energy to provide. Mm-hmm grow for a grow light how much do you you think
0: it takes to grow a goddamn plant i i I don't know the answer
1: either i don't know how much it takes but i know that like i well okay i guess if you were here on earth and you decided that you're gonna block out the sun hypothetically now like sun's gone sun's gone boom and we're just gonna do uv lights for all growth operations i see
0: okay that's a, this is actually that's a pretty neat way to encapsulate it we're going to use whatever stores of energy we have to i essentially to, replicate the yeah. sun for as long as possible to facilitate photosynthesis until we run out of energy energy because
1: i'm kind of chalking this up to that's like your base level of energy arrival or incident oh that is our that like is that. essentially well because uh, that's what's giving you plants, and then that's what yeah. is then feeding like that's, whatever herbivores for the, that exist. To exists, my knowledge,
0: like, for the food chain, almost a hundred percent of the energy comes from the sun. However, for heating the planet, I did not realize this. We looked it up the other a the uh, couple years ago. Me and Kushner did this, and we had a bunch of. You know, you have these armchair experts that show up to tell you the correct answer when you pose a very broad question like this. But we ask the question, well, what would happen if the sun went out just out of curiosity to sort of kick around some like ideas how quickly would the Earth? Freeze? Essentially, yeah, essentially when how long would it be until inevitably each person would die kind of thing or or what at, at what different timestamps would the would the barriers to just even surviving? Become you know reached certain milestones.
1: Maybe you could go to like a geothermal sort of. Oh, dude, area. I thought you were gonna say
0: maybe you could go to a Drury Inn. I was like, <laughs> dog, for sure that's where we would go at first. But I mean, that's not gonna last forever. <laughs>
1: yeah. Drury Inn is having huge markdowns now that the sun has gone out. You're on to uh, the right.
0: You're on to the right thing. So then you have to ask yourself the question. Well, wait a minute. Are these geothermal like pits or whatever that are producing this warm? Water or whatever, are they not powered by the sun? And the answer turns out, I believe, to be in most cases, no. But how right. are they powered? They're powered by warm ass magma and shit in there. Well, how much energy does that really have? And will it? If you just take a ball and you put it in space, how long till it cools down? And you have, you can go back to your heat transfer class where you have this thing called the. Uh, With
1: the like convection, no conduction happening, where you've got the Earth's crust is like its own insulator. Is um, that...
0: However, you would want to approach it. I mean, there's in a million different levels at which you could synth, uh, not since synth- I uh, s- uh, s- estimate. What's the word I'm looking for? Simulate. Um, but then what we so found? Wait, what we the... found in this? Yeah, sorry. Well, well, what the big the key point is what we found in this little study when we went to try to prove somebody wrong or figure something out was most of the energy that actually keeps the atmosphere at such and such average temperature doesn't come from the Sun comes from nuclear reactions in the core basically it comes from the core itself the, the the Earth's crust is or the earth's like surface is naturally already at a much elevated temperature way higher than it would be if we were just a rock floating in space even with our atmosphere even being cooked by the Sun there are nuclear reactions that take place in this molten metal, Mush that exists beneath our feet by hundreds of miles that do eighty percent was the posit, was the was the position e- of e- of the heating of what we feel what you and I feel as warmth so to speak and that's a, that's a the term you'd have to describe you know you'd have to technically that feels define like- but in other words we would not there would not be necessarily ever become a permafrost at certain in certain locations or whatever there would be places that could potentially still sustain some kind of life and. But it, the death of people would not be the, – the the position is the death of people would not be due to um, eventual freezing, eventually just cooling to absolute zero. You would cool to a different bottom limit. You'd learn to survive it, and then you'd run out of food because you can't grow enough plants to feed the crops, and you can't grow enough crops to feed the
1: whatever. That part uh, is kind of wild. 80% feels like –
0: this is, this. these are the results of a very limited study we did a long time ago when we kicked around the same idea. Shout out to Koosh for doing that. And, and hey, no, and if you're wrong, hey, no, no beef, because again, this is, yeah, dude, I think it, anyway, it's just kind of like. Let me let you talk for a second, because I've been goddamn yapping okay. for quite a while. I'm just going to go ahead and sorry, folks out there have been going for a while.
1: Yeah, bring it back to Shrek, and I'll have a lot more that I can offer.
0: We'll, we'll get there.
1: But I guess in some ways, I'd be like, 80% feels so relative, you know, is that 80, you know, seven degree, 70 degrees Fahrenheit versus like zero degrees Kelvin. Oh, you, again, like, like I was saying, you'd have to find a way to define know.
0: that percentage, but in some way you'd be able to take a control volume and look at total energy in, total energy out, and there'd be some way that we could all agree upon to call some quantity of, what quantity of blank is provided by blank source? What quantity of blank total existent or blank average blank steady state is provided by such and such source? If there's a source is the sun and one source is a is, it, is the is interior to the earth, we can do some math and figure out something. It's kind of wild, but it's a good point. You would have to do you would have to do due diligence to to define that quantity.
1: It is kind of wild that the core is just like its own red hot just thing exactly and how so does low. that sustain crazy hot. all i've ever thought like, i'm like
0: this shit has been red hot magma since the science books i read when i was 12 yeah. that's been 14 years how's it still hot <laughs> it's been 14 years and they're like well according to this theory it's been that way for mm, you know a couple billion yeah and uh, actually the earth's i don't know the Earth's age, but yeah somewhere it's in the ballpark so a lot longer than 14 and i'm like how does shit how does shit stay warm, bruh? Well the sun keeps cooling or heat, heating up the outside. I'm like, that don't seem like enough.
1: It doesn't seem like the sun is a part of the like geothermal. Well when you take
0: like- when you take a material and you and you apply extreme <laughs> amounts of pressure. And I mean extreme. Oh, you mean extreme? I mean extreme. Then it heats it up. Yeah, but then that energy still dissipates. You can only apply it. if you have a certain amount of energy or a certain amount of work, you apply pressure once and then all that energy's gone and the heat dissipates and now you have a cold. Uh, Sorry, cold high pressure.
1: Did you ever see the, you the movie The course.
0: Core? Um, this has this doesn't have anything to do with like hardcore, does it?
1: Hardcore, like like films like films associated X. with hardcore. Okay, no, no that- called The Core. Stars Aaron Eckhart. You're you're taking a note. We can't say that. Maybe I was talking about the movie starring uh what's his name, um, Ice Cube. Is it Ice Cube? Uh, absolute Ice
0: Cube, dude. Are you talking about guy, Triple X Infinity or whatever? <laughs> triple X, fourth X. <laughs> when
1: they couldn't get Vin Diesel back and they were like, well, we still want to make wanna another... Movie again. We still want to make another Triple X. Like, who else can we
0: get? Is there anybody and super they, cold out there? We're got, talking really cold. And
1: they got the guy from... Uh, Man, how
0: cold are you talking? though? No, that was Ice-T.
1: <laughs> well, they got... Uh, they, well, there was Ice-T. Cube.
0: But, Wasn't Ice Cube like Friday, next Friday? That, yeah,
1: but they also got... It was Ice Cube was also in the. Uh, oh man, was it a? It was. It wasn't. Was it Daddy's? Oh Home? my God,
0: you're right. He was in or one of those. One of those tough guy becomes tough nice guy, guy becomes guy. softy the, softy like father kind gets of movie. gets puked on you know? by baby kind yeah. of movie. Yeah, you got Hulk Hogan, The Rock, John Cena, Ice T, rappers galore. Man, Vin
1: Diesel did a great job setting the tone for all Vin of Diesel Ice Cube's also, movies. Vin Diesel know?
0: also did a. Yeah, Did you get a, the pacifier. They, I get puked on by a baby movie. I'm too tough for this. Why well, am I getting I, puked on?
1: I'm not going to... The pacifier is a delightful film as well, personally. I don't know if that's a comp... That might you be heard it here, folks. Take,
0: you heard it here, folks. Shout out the pacifier. Uh, uh,
1: I mean, look, I don't know how much it holds up that the neighbors across the street turn out to be North Korean spies. Oh, Spoiler dude, alert again. They, they turn um, out to be
0: fill in the blank, the nation's current, current most prolific enemy that doesn't give us money. Spies.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know if North Korea has been considered a quote unquote enemy or just like an adversary. Or are people or just, just bored? Like so, uh, for a while a y- people y- were y- just bored
0: so they can't we can't say China's an enemy but they were like our well,
1: we're making the pacifier and who do we make you know, what's a What's a group of nationals that we can make our villains without pissing somebody up? Well, it'll be somebody who won't even have access to the movie. Won't
0: even be able to refute Won't even yeah. be able to get upset with People us can't for doing it. can even
1: be a part of this film.
0: Should we make it the Chinese? Absolutely not. Should we make it yeah. the Russians? Eh, it seems risky. Well, we
1: shouldn't do Chinese because is there the anyone on the planet that is
0: markets. that that seems mean and doesn't have the internet? They're like uh, yeah yeah we
1: got yeah we got. We'll make them North Korean neighbors.
0: Kim Jong Un's and it's like how did you move here? Why did they let you escape the country? And like fill in the blank with mean words. Spy, evil that yeah, murder
1: yeah i don't remember if they uh got into uh dude what if they met him and they're like "Ah, oh, we're, we're
0: from north korea and it's like how? <laughs> what made you want to come to the united states oh just curious you know he had a job offer and uh you know and uh <laughs> we're getting ready to expand and we definitely would be unique we're if thinking characters. about having a child maybe or maybe two and uh we wanted to get a maybe a larger house and uh i've been working from home so uh this we thought it would work out so we moved in and uh, and we noticed that you guys were filming a movie over here that the premise of which makes no goddamn sense so we thought maybe we would move in and be the bad guys. The and Vin Diesel over here, he's like sounds good. Perfect.
1: Can you pick up the kids after school?
0: Just before I kill you I'm gonna stuff a pacifier in your mouth. It's gonna be a whole catchphrase thing. Is that cool? Yeah that's fine. You know we just kinda yeah.
1: I would like the idea of some people being more trans like people being more transparent transparent okay. about their background actually this would maybe be a good premise for. are a, you
0: poking at me i feel like you're really poking at me fine you got me i'm trying
1: I'm, I'm just i'm transphobic it would be a Not good really. premise for like uh, a comedy for lots of characters to show up and be very transparent that they were falling into the tropes of typical villains like oh yeah like i'm from north korea or, yeah, oh. I'm a Russian guy. Oh, dude, that's definitely like, been done, right? That um, that concept
0: has been touched on, right? Like, I just happen to be a guy with a scar over my left eye, petting a cat, wearing lots of gold <laughs> rings. And I happen to be the but one... did he- they
1: actually make that guy the bad guy? Or did they make that guy oh, not be bad? Or
0: was it just like a little bit, a little tiny little bit? I'd maybe?
1: like it to be a bit, or I'd like the guy to turn out oh, to be good. Okay,
0: so you're talking about kind maybe going... Kind of like going, a Suicide Squad, <laughs> but not
1: even they intentionally were that. They just... Happened to be normal people. so clearly
0: the bad guy and at the end he's just he's just shows up to save the day yeah like, what did you guys think you just thought i was bad. why did you think i was bad oh seriously oh so you just you just pigeonholed me like that huh you thought because i was had a scar on my eye and i was petting a cat
1: i would like that i think that a movie that has shown some self awareness like that that i could name offhand would be like 21 i don't know if it was 21 or 22 jump street like oh. it was 22 jump street showed a lot of uh like fourth wall breaking like that okay sure yeah. which
0: which is a t- we, it's very touchy like it can be done really sloppily but can often can be done very tastefully and 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 it can be pretty punchy if you do it right. I, I mean,
1: right? like with 22 Jump Street, it was like they're in the car chase and like things keep happening to different cars, like a gasoline truck gets crashed into and then nothing happens. And then both of them oh. are like, I totally thought that was going to explode. Didn't it really seem like it was going to, uh, kind
0: of seemed like it was going to blow. I yeah. worry, I guess keep driving. <laughs> Dude, Seth, I tell you what, Seth, is that, that's not Seth Rogen. It's jo- Jonah it's Jonah Hill Jonah and Hill.
1: Uh, Channing Tatum.
0: Channing Tatum for being Mr. Hunky Guy, surprisingly Competent as a comedic guy, I mean, like pretty hilarious. I loved, I loved him in as a second or as like a supporting character in. Um, she's the man soccer with Amanda (laughs) Bynes. I thought that movie was hilarious. I love that movie, dude. Do you like cheese? (laughs) What? And he's just constantly confused. What's going on? But then, but never like disgusted. But like, I guess I don't know. He just finds a way to like be confused, be a little weirded out, but always still be totally cool like i'm the cool guy who goes along with it
1: and also it's still like a human being like he's still he's scared of spiders weirded Uh, out yeah Yeah,
0: right very very yeah it's just likable i guess but um yeah so in that movie too same thing it was like oh my gosh okay we're tangent now. I
1: didn't realize that you loved "She's the Man." I, I think that "She's the Man" is a lovely. I will say one yeah. of the worst renditions of soccer that I've ever seen put to film. They do a poor job. I've never I think, seen with soccer, so yeah. many people doing slide tackles. Oh, it's the, my, it's it's Mighty Ducks. It's like missiles just, coming in. Well, from Well, you got to imagine team.
0: what's really happening. It's a fat guy with a camera dangling from a string, jog, jogging. Uh, haphazardly down the center of a soccer field and then a bunch of young girls in soccer outfits that have to dive out of the way so they don't get get smashed.
1: I mean, I don't know if I think that that... They could have set up, like, a railroad track for the camera to be on.
0: You, oh, okay. Sure. Also,
1: they're showing... I think it's... Uh, I can't remember. It's Amanda something.
0: Amanda Bynes?
1: Amanda Bynes. Okay. Amanda Bynes is playing soccer, mm-hmm. and then there's other people playing soccer. in the soccer. open of the movie,
0: right? And she's got all her supporting cast. Right?
1: I don't really, I can't speak to the gender. There's the nerdy girl who oh, gets laid, laid like, later,
0: and then there's the other, the butch girl who gets gay, la- gets gay, la- gets laid later. There's all her friends. who I don't remember get any. Get laid later. I
1: thought that everybody in that movie is extremely attractive. Uh,
0: well, yeah, of course. I mean. It's, yeah, com- compared to normal, like, compared to normal Earthican human beings from the planet Earth, but in the are movie, there ner-
1: are there quote unquote nerdy yes. people in that movie?
0: She's supposed to be a nerd in that movie. She's not supposed to be pretty in that movie. She dresses up as a as
1: a dude, but she's not being a nerd. She's just being a man.
0: She she's geeking out over soccer. She's not supposed to be one of the pr- prissy pretty girls who wears makeup and shit. She's she's supposed to be like um I think like a. She's not a nerd. I don't care what she's other people think. Like a think. tomboy. Okay, I guess t- technically right? like. Yeah, fine. I guess what I mean is like a d- doesn't give a shit about being popular. Doesn't give a shit about trying to look hot. Like a person who because she loves
1: the game. Yeah, she
0: cares way more about. So maybe geek. I don't know what I don't know what the term is. She she totally cares way more about like other shit than playing the popularity game, doing their whole rat race. And it does, to me, that qualifies as like if you're if you're
1: wow nerd.
0: If you don't give a shit about if you don't give a shit about wanting if you. If you have no desire to be popular, then you are a something. I don't know what that word is, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> then you're actually cool, man. Cool. Then you're actually cool. Yeah, I guess, dude. Um, I don't know. How would you describe it? But she has a friend in that movie.
1: Well, there's a blonde woman. Uh, Cause there's a blonde woman. There's a, a we. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I would have to like actually walk through the plot for a second before I could come up with a geometric. Starts shape. out with some soccer stuff. There's, I
0: remember a sports bra scene.
1: Uh, sure. Okay. But there's Amanda Bynes pretends to be the guy. Then Amanda Bynes is. In, oh yeah, her brother
0: she, wants to chase his dream of being a rock star yeah, in a band. Yeah, so
1: he's got to go to Europe.
0: And she's like, oh my god. The, so and you he, didn't tell school that you aren't won't be showing up. They're expecting you. Yeah. I could show up as what was you. what was his name. His name was like Dastardly. He had some stupid.
1: Daston. Da, he had some. some st- we gotta look it up.
0: All right, folks. Hey, if anybody out there already knows what it is, write yeah. in. Write in. We send your, in the email. Write right in now. your. Um, all right. Is um, it? Character. I don't have to type in characters. She? She's the man. It, this might show up some of my search history. All right.
1: Oh, well, I see. She's all that. Was the next up. She's uh,
0: she's theming. Jonathan, St. Paul, Justin, Kaya. Let's get a full list of these. Let's get an IMDb. Wow, there's com.
1: Channing Tatum wasn't even in that list. Which
0: is absurd, dude, but there's a whole thing going on. He's the there's a whole woke thing going on, I think, dude. You can't put a. You can't. I mean, he's, but he's, he's a little too down He's the, the middle. biggest
1: name second to Amanda Bynes in this movie.
0: Yeah, sure, he's on the front page of the thi- but, dude, I think nowadays... Oh, Google- IMDb. Google, Google IMDb, knows better. IMDb has respect. Google knows better IMDb than has than him listed put, third. To put your straight white male as, the, as, as... Laura Ramsey? Is she really secondary? Prior to... That's the named? blonde woman. Okay, that is... Is that, like, her mom?
1: What do you, I don't know that Who, is, that's, who that's, does this
0: character... Who does this actress play? As, what character no, does this actress play um, in the movie?
1: No, that is the person who Channing Tatum wants to go out oh, with. Oh, 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 the popular girl. The so-called popular girl. Yeah.
0: Got it. Laura Ramsey, shout-outs. Laura Ramsey. Amanda Bynes, bigger shout-outs.
1: Because uh, there's, uh, yeah, it's so Amanda Bynes that? replaces the uh, replaces her brother. Yes. Then Amanda Bynes re- realizes she's interested in Channing Tatum. Dinklage. Channing Tatum is interested in the blonde, and the blonde is interested in Amanda Bynes thinking that it's the brother but not realizing right. perfect triangle dude it's comedic it's, I perfection. guess it's sort of a triangle a but quad, it's like whatever. maybe a little bit more of like a rhombus without That's fine. a corner of the rhombus knowing that the they're a part of it um, yeah totally
0: I mean just call we can just call it a quadrilateral is too many too many syllables well, let's stick with rhombus it's yeah. a it's a weird it's an awkward love rhombus and yeah it's an but open it's, it's ended tense it's too, tense too. and it's yeah. demanding resolution like clearly there's a couple that make sense and some that don't right and so everybody feels the tension just like that's what they're doing good music right you play a funky chord that leads your ear to know that the better chord is coming there it's just resolution
1: just like in Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 just like there's when, a lot of tension as
0: Shrek is a piece of shit at the beginning you're like I uh, want him to get good to towards the end. be a nice guy. And then once he's great at the end, they're like, how are we going to make a whole other? No-, no, I have to say it in we Shrek we got to make course. a whole other movie. How are we going to make a whole other mo- How are we going to make a whole another Shrek movie? And they're like, well, let's just make him a piece of shit again.
1: Great idea. Yeah. That way it'll be tense. Revert him back right. in time. You
0: ready for the name of the brother?
1: Oh, yeah. The, the character's name? <sighs> the Sub- is it Sebastian? Yes, it is. I
0: hadn't gotten there yet. Yep. Yep. Sebastian oh my wow. lord
1: I did forget that Channing Tatum's was character was Duke Duke, Duke. Uh, <laughs> oh why that's
0: painful Duke but also you remember how hilarious Dinklage was Vinnie Jones oh everyone Jones. grab a bow. we've was that? got, that was the we've oh, got some God. drills to do he's like Mr. Hardass but then he's actually a softie, you know I uh, love that character that's to me that's great well, I shouldn't say that's great comedy, but that to me that's very funny.
1: It also just feels like a very antiquated American idea of like, what's the soccer coach got to look like? Okay, yeah, he's yeah. got to be a super. Well, it's caricature, like, right? For isn't it funny British to sometimes over caricature
0: basically in a you're basically calling out how stupid your okay caricatural you know ideas are.
1: I will say if this movie is saying also David Cross is in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, he's like a, he's the, the principal or he's something. He's the one
1: who pulls the guy uh, who pulls his pants down in the middle of the game, I think. Uh, Cuz there's the what? In the <laughs> I can understand how without context. It wasn't he the school principal, odd. I thought? And he's something like the school principal and he suspects well, this isn't help. he suspects something fishy is going on, but there does come a point in the like climactic final game
0: Oh, oh, oh! Amanda oh, Bynes is switched oh, He's kind of a bad back. guy. He's kind of a bad guy. So he walks like, out. We have to put a stop to this game yeah. because the rules have been broken.
1: And yeah, and so he pulls Sebastian's pants down, saying that Sebastian check is a girl. out this
0: hot young man's <laughs> vagina.
1: And then the movie makes a big dick joke because. They, David Cross pulls down the guy's pants and people are like, oh, wow. And they're like acting impressed by wait, Sebastian's wait, wait. Does Dick. that
0: to do the Amanda Bynes character? Or by this point, the bait and switch they've, have been unswitched. They've,
1: they've unswitched. so, and so ne- Sebastian is now, geez. it's the actual oh Sebastian God. playing oh in the game. Dude. Oh and then... They like pan over to the parents watching the And game. he's, and he's and then the dad is like, Mm-hmm, that's right. I gave him that big penis. Oh my and Lord,
0: you're right. he's the dad is sitting there like hey, Yeah the dad you is... Look, you guys you twenty thousand people like looking at my underage son's schlong. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah the dad instead is, of like, dear lord, somebody please cover him up. The dad is very, I'm gonna sue you and I'm then I'm gonna buy a boat.
1: The dad is very smug about Sebastian's penis.
0: Oh gross. I mean also awesome. I mean, if it is big, you know what I'm saying. Awesome, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying.
1: I'm That's my boy. You know.
0: Jeez, uh. oh, goddamn. That would not. This was 06, by the way, folks. Just so everybody knows, this movie came out in 06. They did that the other day. They had a on Jeopardy. They had a clue about about Vladimir Putin. And when that clue was read and responded, they they superimposed text in the corner that said. This episode was recorded on January, or whatever, like to, to make well, sure you knew. SNL also we're did... not We're not shouting out your boy Putski post uh, him ass, his ass bombing some Ukrainian folk.
1: That's pretty funny. They because... said this
0: shit was recorded in January, and Bear was like, oh, this is an old episode. And I was like, wait a minute, they never do that shit. And I still thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, they must have just been making a point to let you know we ain't shouting out your boy.
1: It's funny because SNL specifically made a skit on that as Dong uh, made a skit on like uh, you know, out of taste or out of touch episodes where either the guests themselves or like the answers don't were, they kind of like, always
0: weird. don't they kind of always do that and it's a little bit of a tired thing they'll do they have Tom I thought that, that
1: one was funny well, how recently uh, how
0: recently are we talking for, about the skit that you were specifically uh, referencing
1: this, this Jeopardy one is probably like five years they have a tom hanks one where he
0: where everybody loves him because he's so cool and then all of a sudden he goes all lives matter and now he's the villain and everybody's supposed to hate when
1: tom hanks is on the all black jeopardy uh something like that something Something
0: like that yeah Mm -hmm. and and everyone's like all right we accept him he's not he's not one of them (laughs) he's not one of them evil white folk and he's like oh thanks i'm just kind of keeping it real you know just answering questions then he's like i just kind of feel like that every life matters Ah! And everyone, including the audience, is meant to like then, then be on the opposing side of him. I'm like, don't this, remember. This feels very tasteless. Anyway,
1: I didn't remember that being the final punchline of that skit. But I thought so. I also don't recall. I have no idea when the like jeopardy happened. But okay, all that is to say is, uh, she's the man. Great movie. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, I have, uh, man, I have no idea how we got here. Fuck okay, it, dude. We were talking
0: uh, about movies yeah. where um, stuff happens.
1: <laughs> stuff.
0: Which, and that and was one doesn't of Doesn't
1: that remind you of how stuff happened And in that, that was other one of those. Yeah. I was like,
0: yeah, dude, I wonder how we got here. You know, what's so, the funny thing is I was like, if only we had an audio recording of how the heck we got here. <laughs> I just don't feel like going back. I wish there was a way to do if this. only there programs, was, you, you know? know what we should do from now on is we should record what we say. That way we can go back yeah. and figure it out and realize that even if we record it, we don't have the, we don't give a shit enough to go back and figure it
1: and out. Thank God, you know, and then we can finally hold ourselves accountable for the things that we say, you know. Just and-
0: like Will Smith had to hold himself accountable <laughs> for the things. So I was gonna ask you about one more thing. We've gone a little over here, the but that's okay. <laughs> well, I was definitely gonna call you about uh call you about I was gonna give you a quick just a shout out like a text probably or maybe like a skype or a zoom call Ooh,
1: i mean look dude you can call us a season finale and you can stretch your time you're right maybe... we only
0: do at, at the in over my head podcast you guys out there listen you know me i'm talking to you out there listeners that's right i'm talking to you it's just you and me now you know we only do 42 episodes per season we've never <laughs> gone over that even if we get them all done in like a single day if i do 40 episodes in a single damn day then one that following day and one two weeks later that's it season's over 42 eps. boom we're done you guys know this how we roll, and I never break, never.
1: Actually, what season? Break the rule. Are However, we, are we still season one? Um, is this a 42, 43 episode season going on? I mean, are you listen, trying to set the look, record? Nathan,
0: Doug, I'm. I, well, at the moment, you and I are setting the record for most number of episodes in a single season of this individual podcast for the okay. In Over My Head podcast. This
1: you have had other episode breaks guests up to this the point. record. I believe. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. That's what Don- I Donald
0: Tebow is the reigning champ with, I want to say it's either six or seven. He's been on a number of times. Is that the soccer look, bro, ref? Look bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, yeah. people know, dude, I love it. He uh, also, also my buddy from high school and former tennis doubles. I was going to say the, ten- yeah. the tennis does yeah. come up in that. Also album. apparently yeah. a really cool uh, father, apparently a guy who loves his uh, dog very much. So to, to the point that he like, mm. You know, did some experimental surgeries and shit to get his dog back on his feet. Shout-outs to DDA, I think, back up and running. Congrats, and I'm very happy for that. Don, a multifaceted dude. Really cool guy. But also, uh, yeah, a few others that have been on multiple times. Jimmy's been on three times. Um, well, we don't have to go down the list. But, yeah. uh, but for having 42 episodes in a single season, we've wow. never done that before. I've got a lot of we've ground never to done make up
1: to take the record for... Most frequently occurring. Yeah, you hear guest. that, Amanda?
0: You hear that, Emily? You hear that? You got my man G. You guys hear that out there? I and I would happily have you on for numerous more episodes, regardless of whether or not there's camp stories, regardless of whether or not there's content that you think <laughs> I'm mining. <laughs> hey, we haven't even I had like, a camp stories. I like having you on just because I find you funny and interesting, and I think the rest of the folks do too. That being said, <laughs> Ooh hey, folks, that is the exciting conclusion. Wait. Come back for the exciting conclusion? I don't know. That's it for part one with Zim Turn today. We had a, a long discussion, and we get into some actually really neat stuff. Uh, next time, he tells us all about uh, what it's like to shatter your leg and how the, uh, the whole uh, repair and recovery process goes. And so uh, come check it out, part two. Drop it in a week. Holler.